elite commander in the Soviet Navy. Remy has trained most of their officer corps. He's nearly a legend in the submarine community. The most deadly submarine ever built. This thing could park a couple of hundred warheads off Washington. Nobody would know a thing about it until it was all over. And once more, we play our dangerous game with our old adversaries in the American Navy. His plan is a mystery. A man with your responsibilities reading about the end of the world. Apparently, he has suffered a kind of nervous breakdown in which he announced his intention to fire his missiles on the United States. If he wants to help you hunt him down, kill him. Open the outer doors, firing point procedures. We sail into history. I'm going to blow him right to Mars. Ramius might be trying to defect. You're just an analyst. Why can you possibly know what goes on in this mine? I'll give you three days to prove your theory correct. I am not field personnel. I am only an analyst. You're perfect. I'm expendable. He's defecting. You're willing to bet your life on that? From the best-selling novel by Tom Clancy, from the director of Die Hard. Give this man a chance. My orders are specific. Battle stations. Sean Connery, Alec Baldwin, James Earl Jones, Scott Glenn, Sam Neill. The Hunt for Red October. Welcome to the I'll See You in Hell podcast. Um, as always, my name is Oliver, or Ollie, uh, and this week we're joined by Nathan again, as we always are. Say hello, Nathan. Highlander! <laughs> Hi, Highlander! Okay, I'm really excited about this movie we're covering because this is one of my favorite action movies. I've probably seen this movie 20 times. Um, it's the 1990 classic Hunt for Red October. It's directed by John McTiernan. It stars Sean Connery, Alec Baldwin, Scott Glenn, Sam Neill, and Jay- James Earl Jones. All these wolf. All these wolf hound is going crazy. So I always got two dogs. They both look the exact same. Well, one's small, one's big, and uh, they both have the ridiculous curls that make you feel like you're petting your grandma's hair. <laughs> okay. It's really so, weird. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, it's okay, it's okay. I think it's we okay. keep it in, though. That's fine. It's, it's no, I'll color. cut it out. I'll cut it out. No, movie. don't cut it out. Okay, all right. All right. I'm uh, okay. No, um, kidding. Kidding. I got through the actors, or did I not get through the actors? Uh, no, you did not. Okay, Sean Connery, Alec Baldwin, Scott Glenn, Sam Neill, James Earl Jones. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of good. That's a lot of, you know. Came out in 1990, and here's the synopsis. In November of 1984, the Soviet Union's best submarine captain in a new undetectable sub violates mm. orders and heads for the U.S. The American CIA and military must quickly determine, is he trying to defect or start a war? Right. Yep, they did. They had to determine that. That's true. That's the plot of this film. Now I'm ready for Nathan to unleash his complaining about it because there's no fucking wizards. There was no. no, no there, wasn't any, there wasn't any wizards. That's my first complaint. There wasn't any wizards. I was pretty complaining. Yeah, I'm annoyed about that. No, uh, no, actually, you know, I'm going to just come right out and say I've never seen this movie before. Uh-huh. I know how we always say, hey, what was your first experience? Uh, this was my first experience last night, watching it in my basement room by myself, uh, mm-hmm. staring at a TV screen two inches from my face. And <laughs> I, I thought, you know what I thought? Uh, 
uh, okay, so there's a lot of these movies that we watch that I haven't seen before, uh-huh. and you know, Ollie loves them. And then he'll bring them to me, and I'll watch them. I'll go like, yeah. you know, and it might be something <laughs> like because they're not good because I just ha- am weird, or uh-huh. because I was told the other day that I was weird for not loving um, the bomb that made us, or what was that one called? Uh, oh, Doctor Strange. Love. Bomb. Yeah, one of my coworkers listened to the podcast, told me yeah. that I was basically you know lunatic for not loving that movie <laughs> and so and so I, so I know i i totally acknowledge that it's me a lot of times yeah. but i also think sometimes it's nostalgia so we i like movies for nostalgia and i go oh you must watch this and you watch it and you're like all right it's just okay it wasn't that great you know because you didn't grow up with it this right. one and and a lot of them that you bring to me and i haven't seen i watch i'm kind of like yeah oh, whatever they were just like whatever um i actually like this movie Oh, good for you! I I, I I I I I won't say I loved it. It's my favorite movie of all time, and I, mm-hmm. I probably won't watch it again unless I know somebody who's into like these kind of movies. I might be, hey, you might like this movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked it. I thought it was great. I thought it was. Um, I didn't. <clears throat> so, <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of things. There's there's some things I didn't like, but something. But uh, I actually was confused <laughs> for the first like 15 minutes, mm-hmm. like. I, because so you got Sam Neill and Sean Connery are the well Sean Connery is the number one and Sam Neill is the number two on this Russian mm. stuff this new Russian yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that just got released uh, like that day and yeah. in the first fifteen minutes of the movie they're talking Russian to each other yes and so you're like sitting there going okay and there's no subtitles at least it wasn't on mine I didn't have any subtitles there was a, there was a little on some, yeah there's subtitles I so me there wasn't so I yeah. either whatever I was watching my copy didn't have the subtitles enabled for that or whatever yeah. something was up so yeah. I literally don't know what they said in Russian for the first 15 minutes so I might have missed yeah. giant plot points and, so, <laughs> uh, and, and I don't and I didn't realize it so no. I, it was 15 minutes in the time where I started being able to understand what he was saying was when he's talking to the other politi- the political yes world. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's then, when it sort of stops. So that's an interesting thing. I'm glad you brought that up. So that was a, a sort of trick that the director did, is that, you know, it's kind of, uh, it's known that the plot of this movie is supposed to be about a Russian sub, and the Russian sub would not be speaking English. But they had this moment in that in that cabin where they zoom in on the political director and he's speaking Russian, and then they zoom out and he's speaking English. I think it was kind of like They actually a, change it on, an, on a on a, on a, on a word that was the same in like yes. Russian and English, like American. Arm- it was something like that. Word. Armageddon. Arm- Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. so they, change, and, they clip it on that one, yeah. Yeah, and so I think they did that. It's, it's just sort of like, a, like, again, it's like waving a magic wand. Just understand, we understand yeah. audience that you wouldn't sit through a movie that's a bunch of Russian. So no. here's, here's us saying that these people are, um, yeah. you know, they are, they, they are speaking English. Which is so, why you get in the movie Sean Connery speaking like he's Scottish or whatever, yes. right? Like he sounds like, a, even though he's supposed to be a Russian guy and it's supposed to suspend disbelief, right? Yes. So you can, yeah. So I, I didn't, I wasn't thrown by that at all after the first, I mean, I knew that was coming. I knew, and I yeah. knew that was a complaint of the movie from right. some people. Um, so I knew it was happening. So I didn't, it didn't affect me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What was your first sort of, I mean, 1990, what was your first sort Did you watch it when it came out? Did you, yep. you remember? I saw it in the theater. I this this is the thing about me. I and we and it kind of ties to a movie that we did watch that you hated, uh, Firefox. Now oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I grew up in a household like my dad's fav- favorite author was this guy named John Le Carre, and he does all these like spy novels. Like I grew up in a household like when I visited my father, he only had Firefox. Like 
movies, <laughs> movies like this, these Cold War stories were like my bread and butter growing up. Sure. And, and so I was excited when this movie came out and I saw, I didn't really know a lot about it before I saw it, but it might've been one of the first movies I went and saw by myself ever. Uh, Cause I was young. Really? Oh, but wow. like, yeah. Yeah. I, early on, I discovered that there's really no like point in insisting that you go to movies with other people. Cause like you're Agreed. sitting in the dark Agreed. looking at a fucking movie screen. Uh, but I remember seeing this. I, I can even remember where I saw it. Flower Hill mall, which is in San Diego. And I remember being blown away by it. Now, the only part of it that at the time I had trouble with that I actually still think is a little challenging with it is some of the underwater sequences are a little hard to tell, like, which submarine am I looking at? Like, okay, I thought that was only me and my copy because mine was all washed out a little bit in the underwater, yeah. like a little pixelated. So I yeah. could hardly see anything like it was. Yeah. And, then, and then on top of that, apparently it was really hard to tell. I, I was just like, kind of like. I was just listening to the people talk to know what was going on because I couldn't fucking, when I got in the water, I didn't yeah. tell what was happening. So that's the thing. I think that's a problem with it. I think that's like, if they were, if they were able, I don't think they need to remake this movie at all, but this one could do with remastering. Like someone should just go in and like redo the underwater sequences and it would be isn't it weird. Perfect. I mean, I know it must cost a bunch of money to do, but man, isn't it weird that they don't do that more? Often? We've talked about this before. Like, yeah. Imagine some of these movies, they could just give a, just a, a fucking little touch, little touch up here and there to things like the end, like case in point. I'm almost embarrassed sometimes to watch Robocop with people because yeah. of the very last scene when he falls out of the window and he's got this yeah. weird elongated arms and, and yes. looks, it's just terrible. Let's right. just fix it. Yeah, just, yeah. just fix it. By the way, uh, uh, we watched a movie where I had a great version of that, uh, Die Hard, right. which came out like almost the same year. Yes. They could have. Why, why, what's so hard about that? Like what? Anyways, so this would, one they could just yeah. they could just do a little bit of CGI U boat car, you know, like not U boat, but you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, I th I think they, if they just up the contrast, it would make it better. Like you know, yeah. like you don't need to make it as dark and murky. I think they were trying to be like hyper accurate. Like this is like like if you were in scuba gear right. underwater, that's how it would look to you. Hyper accurate, or they were trying to cover for non-realistic looking you yeah. know, whatever special effects which is sort of what they do in the very first batman movie everything's all dark you can't really tell because anything, this is the thing obviously this is a fiction story it's told by tom clancy who is one of those writers that writes all those books that are sold in every airport and they're always like you know some sort of a international intrigue spy thriller stealing a mig stealing a sub stealing something and one of the things that came out of it was like I kind of I started to become a little bit more fascinated with submarines. And the actual submarine, the Red October, is based off of a model of submarine in Russia that actually exists. The oh. typhoon, the typhoon class submarine is a real thing. Oh. And it's like and it's a behemoth. It's like I think it's the largest submarine ever ever. And does it ever. have those does it have those caterpillars in it? No, the caterpillar thing was completely made up, but okay. the actual sub exists. Let me just do a real quick Google search here. Uh, Typhoon submarine, and you should get pictures of it. And it's like it looks very similar to what it does in the movie, right? Like yeah, big and flat, basically with the big flat top. Yeah, where they can deploy like tents on it and stuff like that, or not tents, yeah. but uh, those, rafts. Those rafts. Yeah, that's giant. It's a huge, and like yeah. it's it's a remarkable thing to think of that as like something that's like swimming around under the sky. Yeah. Anyway, I I got kind of geeked out on that when I was a kid. I thought that was well, the I was thing. I was surprised by all the 
Okay, well, first off, I don't know what what was real and what wasn't real. Number one, yeah. obviously, in this movie, like I don't know much about subs. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, they dropped a, a fucking torpedo from a plane yeah. that like was able to heat seek them somehow, like lock on yeah. in the eighties <laughs> or whatever. And I didn't know they had that sort of technology. And do they? I mean, is that how it works? Like, I, I feel like it'd be way easier to, to seek a sub then if you could just. But I, I, it just, I think a subs is like I mean, impossible to kill. Like, pretty impossible to kill unless they get caught out, like, up too high. So, yeah, yeah I'd like to talk. And I used to work with, oh man, I used to work with a guy uh, named Scott who um, was on a sub for, I don't know, however many years in the military. And he, and I, you know, he'd be perfect to have, like, asked yeah. about this. Jeez, I should have thought about that, even though I don't know if he would have done this. But, but yeah, so it was really cool to see all the tech. I didn't know what was real or not. There was a lot right. of bright buttons. Yes. And then they had, <laughs> yeah, a lot of no. Star Wars buttons in the or, thing. or just like random displays, like changing numbers yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they did their best. I mean, obviously they don't get like they don't get access to the equipment. They do their best like without that. But you know, it was also I weird. I was also cool to see that one guy. The one part that I think probably was realistic was the guy who runs the the depth, the, the yes. steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. And when he kind of pushes down, you can see the numbers going like eighty, you know, eighty meters, not you know, yeah, eighty five yeah, yeah. meters. So that was really cool. I bet you that was accurate. Um, but it just, you know, it's again, this is a submarine that was probably, uh, you know, built, you know, obviously in the eighties or whatever night yeah. or sets or, and so um, a lot of this stuff, you know, did look pretty, you know, Star Warsy, like real yeah. clunky and like, I mean, you're underwater, man. What do you want? Right. <laughs> Well, that's an interesting thing about it too, is that they like so essentially this movie takes place on three different bridges. There's the 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 Dallas, the Red October, and then there's the 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 whatever the hunter killer boat, the one of that other uh, Soviet ro- Soviet boat. Star Stars Guards boat. Right, Star Stars Guards boat. So like essentially like this story is told on those three different bridges. And they mm-hmm. did some clever stuff about that but i'll get to that in trivia about like how they made sure that the audience would know which bridge they were on are we gonna sh- am i gonna shoot on your point uh, one of your trivia go questions ahead. by asking about um ryan go ahead what's go ahead and ask because isn't this jack ryan who's in all the who who is the guy that john krasinski now plays in all the yes. jack ryan movies yep. and tv shows yep. or series and stuff well this is the first i think appearance of him and this i would on feature, tv or uh, for feature, fear of yeah. movie yeah, exactly. And then it was so, taken over by Harrison Ford. Right. And, yeah. And Ben Affleck even did it in one movie. They had oh, ben right. Affleck. Yeah. So yeah. J- Jack Ryan is the sort of protagonist from all of Tom. Have Hansen's. you seen all of the actors in the in this role? Uh, I I I didn't get into the Tom Clancy Amazon series that much. I tried oh, okay. a cu- couple of episodes of it, but it didn't hook me. Okay. Um, I think it was. Did you like the Harrison Ford ones? I like some of them. I thought mm. like clear and present danger was fun. Um, Cause that was, I think, yeah. Clear and present. I, think danger I saw that was, one. That was about like the drug cartels in Colombia. Uh, uh, Patriot games was also pretty good. Oh yeah. Uh, I forgot about that one. That one was about the Irish. Um, oh. Yeah. It's interesting. Alec Baldwin, you know, I think, you know, had the opportunity. He looks to- so goddamn young in this. It was ridiculous. Does. He Jesus does. He God. Looks- look like a kid. He looks like a baby in this. Yeah, yeah my gosh. He was good in this, though. I he was good. Him. I thought the whole cast was good. I mean, I think, you know, and I, I know people make fun of it because Sean Connery doesn't sound Russian, but, like, he yeah. was good in it. But you just, I mean, like, I mean, Christ Almighty, like, fucking Kevin Costner played Robin Hood. And, like, <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. Accent. I love that movie, though. I love it. Back in the day, I love that movie. I might not love yeah. it now. I <laughs> yeah. I, I was waiting, honestly. So, McTiernan, did he do Die Hard? Yes. Okay. 
I was actually sort of waiting, and that makes a lot of sense now that I'm yeah. sort of like the way um, Ryan's character kind of cracks jokes when he was in mm-hmm. he's gallows humor and stuff like that. Like, you know, you right. have to shoot at me, and I, I don't know. Um, but I, uh, I thought that I was waiting for there to be cheese, like yeah. to be some sort of cheese part to this. And there wasn't. Cheesiness. There was not. Uh, I was waiting for them to slam a fucking love story into this somehow. Yep, there was not. Uh, yeah. The love story was actually, you know, the main guy, Sean Connery's character, you know, yeah. and his, you know, and how his wife died and yeah. how that fucked him up. I mean, right. he was doing all this war and he was tired of that shit. So he was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go. So, um, yeah, I, I appreciated the focus, I guess, of that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the cast is epic. The I think you're right. I mean, it's interesting. I didn't I didn't even pick up on that. That smart thought about the there is no love story in this because I I you know it's a movie. This movie isn't really for all audiences. This is for the dads of the world. Like every dad <laughs> yeah, in the world loves yeah. this movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I will say there was a, <laughs> there were a few questionable things, and obviously they put them in there probably for um, yeah. A little bit, but you know, these guys are in the CIA, right? So right. Jack Ryan is in the CIA, he's a smart guy, he's in the Marines before he's a smart guy. Uh, Darth Vader, um, yeah, it, well, James, James Jones, Jones is in this, and he's his like, like a higher up, a boss, maybe. So you're right. assuming that he's also smart, right? Yeah, smart guy knows all things. You know, what do we know from all these movies about CIA and FBI? Oh, they they can read the room in like three seconds and know all the exits yeah. and know who's the who's the one most likely to be the most. Aid- when Jack shows up in the very first part of the movie to mm. James Earl Jones's office, uh, and James Earl Jones asks him, "Like, hey, you know, when's the last time you slept?" Now he had just been on a plane from London to DC, which is like five hours or whatever yes. it is. Yeah. So it's not like it's a. He's like, "Hey, when's the last time you slept?" And he's like, "I don't know. My watch is on London time." And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, "You can't do the minus five and then out how." what okay and then right after that darth vader says to him uh you know he's like he's like he's like what's your daughter's age or whatever she's like three now and he's like no she's a precocious five and i'm sitting there thinking like i feel like i feel like you you can do them you're smart enough to know these kind of things you know how many people in the room have a knife on you should know that you should be able to remember the daughter's name and how long ago you slept so i thought that was all kind of a little bit i was like i know it's like nitty that's like nitpicky but the other the other thing i thought was funny and somebody i wish i had a submarine expert on here there right there Mm -hmm. go back Mm -hmm. he's looking at pictures oh you missed it the smoker the smoking shot everyone was fucking smoking yes in the submarines oh and the russian one especially i want to know is there is their ventilation system because you think they'd want to like keep the ventilation systems like off as well when they were running around underwater yeah but is, but is it so strong that it can vent it or was this for the movie like they just want to show i mean did people smoke cigarettes in there in the 80s i like think this? they did i do think they fucking did. hey I, man I this, what the fuck knowing. man second hand smoke they didn't give a fuck but they the thing is is that even though the submarines might go underwater for as long as six months they would come up to periscope death and the periscope is not just a camera it's also a tube so they could ventilate with the periscope See? See, yeah, but but Next you know what it's shit, like man. to smoke a cigarette in a room, yeah. which is with somebody. Yes, in a, yeah. in a house or whatever, which yeah. the doors opened all the time. It still smells two hours later. Yeah. These guys were like fucking. Look at that guy. Emily smoking. <laughs> all of them. 
yeah. we're just chimney smoking. So I need to figure out. I need to find out. I need to type it in. I need to find out the reason. Yeah. Like they thought it was. But yeah, I thought that was. Pretty <laughs> but I guess that's the thing. So that's cool. Uh, I, I just uh, yeah. So um, but yeah, I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was good. I, I was I was pretty surprised at how at how um, and the special effects. So they did a lot of. So we talked about this before about uh, under siege and whether they were allowed to use actual. This looks like they were. I, I don't know, man. It looks pretty fucking real to me. These look like real sort of helicopters, real sort of. Yeah. I mean, the sub was probably a, was a prop. I'm guessing. Like, sure. I, I don't know. Was it? That one's a, that's a prop. <laughs> that's got to be a prop, right? Well, that's a thing. It's like in the movie, you see that and you think, oh my god, that looks massive. But if you actually see the real typhoon class, yeah, it looks they're real much massive. bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I think that's a prop. Similar. The special to- effects looks great. I was tricked. I mean, I always thought things were real. In this. I think they had some cooperation. I think like it's not. I mean, they had an aircraft Clancy, carrier. Yeah, and Tom Clancy gets access to things because I think his stories are at least always like positive about the military. Exactly. So, like, I think the key is is like as long as you're not portraying the military in a bad light, they'll be quite happy to show. Right. Let you let you borrow some of their toys or at least tag along. All right. Um, I- you know, but I, I think I think they did use some props, and and definitely the submarine bridges and such were props. Okay, I need to ask a question about what you think yeah. about um, the. So I found myself not rooting for anyone super hard, uh, meaning. You know, at first you think it's a it's a story of the Russians attacking America. So mm-hmm. you're like, well, I mean, we know who the bad guy is. Let's fuck that guy yeah, up or whatever. Right. Like, let's, let's get him or whatever. And then it comes to find out that he's trying to defect. Yes. But you don't really know. I mean, he might he might not be trying to defect, and the Russians are putting out you know anti anti defection propaganda. So you're not real sure. But the Russians are trying to kill him too, and mm-hmm. so. Then you're like, well, should okay. So if the Russians are trying to kill him, should I now like this guy and root for him, mm-hmm. or care? So I was, I was pretty confused about whether I should care about any of these people until mm. Jack Ryan gets on the ship, and then you yeah. don't want his ship to blow up. So you're like, okay, now I care about this group. But for the first three fourths of the movie, I kind of <clears throat> I thought it was a good movie, but I didn't know who to really root for or yeah care about whether they died or not like if they like really if they're first three fourths of the movie if they would have blown up the red october i would have been like eh, all right i mean he was anyway, coming towards our, he was coming towards our shore with some fucking nukes i mean yeah, you don't know fuck like fuck yeah. him i mean i gotta get him you know whatever i'm not really that concerned uh but yeah so i was a little i didn't really know how to root for it for a long time well it's interesting because i think maybe you, you've hit on something there maybe this maybe this reason why they made this into a feature film again because remember Hollywood made this movie, right? So right. You know, the, a lot of a lot of this country is conservative, but everyone has known forever that Hollywood is liberal. So maybe they were trying to show, like, well, the Russians aren't all monsters, and here's a movie about how they're not monsters. Um, and I, you know, I don't think Russians are monsters, but but at the time in the '80s, we were all trained to think, oh, fuck the Ruskies, you well, know, they're kind, of bastards. they're kind of going back to being a little fucked up right now. <laughs> yes, right. But it's like for a while, it was like. I mean, yeah. everything was about that. Now, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting also side point that you brought up that I, I really liked is that there was a bit about sort of the Russian propaganda in yeah. there where like they're not comfortable admitting that they this, these guys want to defect or they obviously can't. Right. That, that, that bit between the, the American chief of staff and the Russian diplomat. And they're like, those are my favorite scenes. Those two yeah. scenes they had were yeah. two of my favorite scenes. Yeah, they're really good because like it's it's an interesting dynamic between the two. Yeah, uh, and you and know there are big conversations like that before where the guy can't 
he can't give up the whole ghost. He knows right. there's something, you know, yep. but he's got to he's got to give the U.S. guy something. Right. So he gives him like a half truth, and then he comes back later with a semi plausible story about why you know he got it wrong, and that it's actually this, and um, yeah. you know, those so those things I bet you happen all the fucking time. And then you just gotta those diplomats have to be real good lie detectors, and they just gotta know how to play the game. I mean, right. I bet you the diplomats know when they're being lied to, and the other guy knows that the other guy knows he's being lied to, but they gotta dance, they gotta play the dance and do the diplomat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, kind of really cool. Yeah, I would put this at the top, if not in the top two or top three of all the submarine movies. Of Let's all hear time. submarine movies because I've literally seen maybe two in my life. This one and I don't even know. Read them off. I'll so take, I've read them, I, them. I went. I just did a quick, you know, search for like the t- the considered the top ten submarine sure. movies of all time. Sure, sure. I've seen most of these, not all of them. So Das Boot, Das Boot's probably on there. Uh, Crimson Tide. I have not seen that. Crimson Tide was good because it was made by um, it was like a Bruckheimer style submarine movie. So it was oh Denzel, Jesus! It was Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman, and like, oh. there's, there's a lot of like very like looking at each other and sweating scenes. Right. It's actually a pretty good movie. I, we do they actually... do, does one of each of them have the missile key and they got to fight each other? To yes, death? exactly. Exactly. Wow, yeah. Wow, we, might, okay. we might have to cover that one because that's actually wow. a really good movie. Okay. Uh, the next one is U571. That's with uh, <sighs> Mike, Matthew McConaughey. I think I saw that one. I don't remember much about it, but I do remember. I think I saw that. So, it's a World War II one. It's got... <gasps> It's got Matthew McConaughey and John Bon Jovi of all people. Oh wow! Uh, das Boot. That's my every time. Never I, seen that one. Here's another like trope of my father. Every time I bring up a movie, even to this day, and I say, "Dad, I really like this movie, Hunt for an October." He goes, "Well, have you seen Das Boot?" Have you Boot? seen Das Boot? Because it's, <laughs> because it's far superior. It's clearly superior. <laughs> no, I haven't seen the other one. <laughs> so, Ollie, have you seen Das Boot? Yes, I've seen Dust Is it superior to this movie? <laughs> no, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, Ollie. Gee, I hope your dad is listening to this episode. I know he loves us. Yeah, you know, right. he, he loves our content. Yeah, you know, exactly. He's consuming it. Um, a movie called Torpedo Run, I've never heard of. Um, the Abyss is on the list. I had a hard time wow. considering that a submarine movie, even though there's a lot of submarines in Submersibles. it. Submersibles. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I- I think of submarine movies, I think of war movies. Yes. I think of so. submarine movies of like torpedoes and like yeah, 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 sonar yeah, yeah. and that kind of shit. Not Maybe this. we're misremembering, but yeah. I, don't yeah. Know. I think I reach uh, on that one. Uh, run Silent, Run Deep. I've never seen it. Sounds cool, but never, never seen it. Ice Station Zebra. I've never seen it. No. Uh, the Enemy Below. I've never seen it. And nope. finally, Down Periscope, which is a comedy. Comedy with Kelsey Grammer, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what this goes to show you is there was there's not been many submarine movies that have been made. Yeah. Um, overall, generally. Right. And only probably a third of them are any good because it's probably really hard to pull off a good submarine yeah. So, um, yeah, okay. Well, then let's appreciate the good submarine movies and yeah. know that there are some terrible ones. But I also think, and I don't, I don't know how to categorize this genre, but like, I remember, and we actually had him on the podcast before, but my friend Matt Hands, who we've worked, we've had on, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. he was on for, um, I think he was on for Under Siege, but he used to always make fun of me when I was younger and I worked with him because he would say, Ollie, all of the fucking movies you like have like the president saying, this is not a drill. You know, like, yeah, drill. that's true. That's very true. You love those movies. <laughs> those Jesus. Were like, and this movie is filled with those stoic moments of like, 
you know, yeah, like, you yeah. know James Earl Jones looking at like Sean Connery or vice versa, just like, oh my God, we're all gonna die. You know, like it's like, yeah. all these like silent moments that are just like glaring yeah. off. And, anyway, it's weird because well, I mean, these movies are like you know, it's like it's sort of like so you know, you ever seen that episode? Well, the, the American Office where with with Michael Scott, yes. and he's doing improv. Mm-hmm. And his go-to at his improv class to take control of the scene is always to pull a gun out, pull an imaginary yes. gun out, yes. and shoot everyone dead or whatever. So yes. he's gonna have a stage, right? So there's always like an ultimate weapon in those things that he uses against in this kind of thing. The ultimate the ultimate threat is this nuclear threat, right? And right. so it's like that's the thing, Lloyd, when you know you're saying your friend always makes fun of you for the you know, yeah. <clears throat> these are all the movies, all the it's always like a nuclear threat going on that you love. It's uh, there's the potential for Armageddon, which gets you mm-hmm. you and the presidents in these movies hot. And you know, right. it, it it's like the ultimate weapon. So you can always pull that one out and people have to get nervous about it. So, you know, it gets me too. But mm-hmm. I did love the idea of the <clears throat> you know, this is sort of an American propaganda movie too, cut for two yeah. reasons. I thought of two things. One, I was thinking, <clears throat> now I know we've had traders before. I know yeah. we've had double agents and all that sure. kind of thing. But I, I, I was thinking to myself, could the highest level dude in our, in our Navy mm-hmm. ever be turned like, turned like this by himself or by anyone else, just like him, all his own mind, mm-hmm. to actually give one of our experimental ships, let's say, to the Russians? Like, could could you imagine one of yeah. our guys ever doing this? Like, literally the, trying to do this move. I don't know about the like the captain of a ship. That would be pretty hard. I think they put in some pretty good sail fail safes to avoid that. But like, I mean, we've had some historic cases of you know American citizens giving secrets to the Russians or to the East Germans. Or I mean, they make movies. Oh, about for it sure, for sure. I'm talking know. about this particular thing here. Like, I feel like it'd be. And I thought I, I just remember thinking to myself, like, yeah, America, we would never do that. Like, well, yeah, I think, stupid I Russians. What, I think that's what's so cool and ambitious about this story is that it seems such a, oh unbelievable because like a lot of times you would have like I mean in fact Firefox is that I mean one guy goes and takes a single plane that's more right. fe- that's more feasible more feasible, like a, more feasible yeah than an entire submarine yeah yeah oh yeah, um, yeah. with and also you got to have co-conspirators that can keep their mouth shuts yeah they, by the way the co-conspirators this is one of those movies where it's like he had like eight co-conspirators right. and you know for the most part they all shut the fuck up yes. they didn't fucking say anything right. which i was really surprised of for the most part i was like i figured at least you know someone would tell except they got they got pretty upset though like when when he kind of lit a fire under their ass by basically like telling the russian military like hey we're taking this boat yeah that was pr- that was pretty uncalled for i never really figured out why he did that but uh, it was yeah. pretty uncalled for and then uh, he like he just decided to quote cortez when cortez got to the new world he burned his ships yeah great <laughs> didn't piss that didn't, that didn't fucking piss his people off at all but the other <laughs> The other second thing I, I was the you know go USA thing was mm. I mean how does the movie end? Or not even how does it ha- not even how does it end? It's mm. what's the what are these eight Russian officers deal? Well, they want to fucking live in the fucking goddamn US of A and yeah. live in Montana and ride yeah. their trucks around and shoot things in the wild and all that. Right. They all good old life in the USA. So they're basically saying that the second thing is you know listen. The USA is way better than Russia. Way I got to say this. I got to ask, because you brought up this this exchange, and I, I can't believe I didn't think about it. 
the moment where Sam Neill's character and Sean Connery are in his cabin talking about what they want to do in the United States, and Sam Neill is talking about getting an RV and like going to Montana, <laughs> you just knew at that point, oh, this fucker's gonna die. You're oh gonna yeah, die. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's the well, story. That's what's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, that's happens. <laughs> Anytime anyone's waxing about what they want to do in the future, that guy's dead. It's super obvious. I can't uh, wait to this. I can't wait to this battle is over so we can crack open a beer. Yeah. Oh, shut oh, up, man! Oh, shut up, man! Or, gonna... or if it's or if it's two dudes and one dude says, "Hey, man, uh, give this letter to my mom if I die," and the other guy goes. <laughs> You keep it. You ain't gonna die. You're gonna, oh, give, then, it to then, you're gonna give it to yourself. That fucker always dies. Like no good stupid. Like I come out So 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 yeah. So come on, come on, man. So but yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, so, so I thought that it was. I thought that was a nice propaganda for us. Everyone, you know, USA would never do that. And yeah, go USA at the end there. So I mean, to be honest, if I'm in. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I'm an admiral in Russia, I probably have a pretty good life. But you know, I've probably still got to look over my shoulder and stuff like that for yeah. politics reasons. But hell, I'd want to live in the USA too, probably. If I was in Russia, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love the country. I love the United States. I'm happy to live here. I've, I've, I'm fortunate. I've, I, I love to travel and see other places. And there's other places I would probably live. But I am very fortunate to live in the United States of America. And oh I yeah. Feel that to this day. We yeah. have lots of problems, and there's lots of issues, and. Lots of things can get better, but man, we we have it pretty good here. We really yeah, do. for sure, for sure. Um, okay, so I think. Oh, okay. So God damn go it. ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, just you go reminded ahead. me of this picture you're showing. Yeah, I, one of the other complaints I had was, so in the first. 15 at the about the 15 16th minute of the movie yeah. uh main character sean connery's characters in the in the his uh captain's room maybe mm-hmm. with yeah. a political officer so the russians had to send a political officer on every boat so they yeah. kind of keep keep an eye on what's going on right right and so and the political officers has one half of the two keys that you need to be able to launch missiles and the captain has and the to other, get your orders and to get your orders out of the thing, um, yeah. <clears throat> out of the little box thing. So they're out there and they're going to get their orders out and read through them. And they read through the orders. And then the political officer starts doing some things that the captain doesn't like. The captain ends up whacking him, killing him, like yeah. breaking his neck right. and mm-hmm. making it look like making it look like he spilled a cup of tea and hit his head. <laughs> yeah. And he immediately takes the orders that they yeah. had gotten and he's going to replace them with false orders. Yeah. And he lights them on fire. And as they're light, lit on fire and burning in his hand, he he blows in a call to the doctor who's yes. you know not in on the plan and yeah. says, hey, doctor, come here. And I'm thinking to myself, he's burning these things. The doctor's going to come in and go, what? what? Why is there smoke in the air? Why does this burnt <laughs> shit? Why is, what's happening? Like, I, I'm thinking, of, and I'm like, what is good? So I didn't think that was very, very fucking smart at all. But I will say this. I will say this. <laughs> I, will say this. <laughs> I will say this. There's a lot of smoke in the submarine, so maybe that was the whole yeah. point. But I, I, I really liked, even though he was in a small, and he's not my Bill Paxton, but he was mm-hmm. in a sm- smallish role. Tim Curry. In yeah. movie. I, I liked him a lot in, this, in that too. role. Uh, he was Me great. Um, but yeah, they had yeah. a lot of people in this movie. Jesus Christ. It's great cast. Great yeah. cast. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's not great about this movie? I think it's a hard thing. I mean, because it's obviously underwater dated. scenes, basically the underwater scenes, pretty much. That could be better. But one it of the things be like, call, called out as a flaw, it's not really a flaw. It's just like a challenge that would be today is like you cell phones would solve most of this. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, right, one of the right, things right. that like I thought even like the opening sequence, because the opening sequence is like 
this bit about like Jack Ryan's like library in London and he's packing up his books and his computer laptop with a fucking diagram of the submarine and his, his Jane's manual. And he's got all of this paperwork. Nobody does research that way anymore. <laughs> Somebody's got an iPad and, and they're on their way. Yeah. Like, I, I guess I, that part I kind of like about it though, because it's nostalgic or the bit yeah. where like, he's he's off in that like you know dingy basement library somebody somewhere with that red hair guy like looking up yeah you know, uh engine types and all that shit like that's kind of cool but it doesn't yeah, yeah. really doesn't really work today but no um, I yeah but i mean you know but, but you know it's a <clears throat> you gotta put yourself in the mindset of where you were at back then and that's how they worked yeah it's a it's a time capsule so and then to go on to like what the like any problems with the story i think the story is actually really good i don't think it has any real holes with one exception i think his crew is a little smarter than he gave them credit for because the bit at the end where they like trick the crew into like just believing that the radiation leak yeah yeah and the entire officer group is just going to like commit harry carry and in, in the name of russia right you know, like we're just going to go down and scuttle the ship and they're like awesome you guys are yeah. amazing we're gonna go like hang out with the americans like, yeah that, that just felt maybe. a little maybe leap. yeah yeah maybe I, maybe i i could be wrong but maybe it may but what do you think did you think there's any problems i think the, the i think i think sean connery's character played it that one really well he did a couple things well he did one main thing i think was <clears throat> you know he won the crew over yeah in that one time and then he let him sing yeah. And he could have stopped them. And I think, you know, that was sort of the idea of that scene there when he was letting them sing, even though he knew it might get him caught, was that, hey, I need these guys on my side. Yeah. And we need to have this. This needs to be like a moment here. And they right. need to be able to trust me and know that I'm the I'm the man and I'm going to a tough guy and I'm going to do all this stuff. And I'm right. going to go down with the ship if I need to. And maybe that was sort of the precursor to that, like that whole sort of manipulation he had of the crew. Because he was manipulating them the whole time to want to get off the boat or he knew yes. he was going to be trying to manipulate that into them. So yeah, I think that worked. And I think <clears throat> I actually was pretty impressed by all the little twists, kind of little yeah. tiny twists that they had. And, um, you know, yeah. So I, I was pretty impressed by that actually. So I, 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 I thought it was going to be a lot worse. I mean, I thought I, be- I agree with you from this part too, because this is another bit of like storytelling that was clever. Now that I think about it, you bring it up because there's a scene where, Alec Baldwin and Sean Connery are talking to each other through the periscopes. They're like doing Morse code to each other and they're transmitting the plan. And the plan is like in between them, but the audience as the audience, we don't get to know the plan. And I think that's good because like you're long for the ride for this movie. Right. But then they're having this plan discussion. You don't get to know, you don't know there's going to be a fake torpedo. You don't know they're going to have this DSRV like, you know, no, so it's still kind of surprising. I think lazy film writing now will just fucking tell you the plan. Okay, this yeah. is what we're gonna do. <laughs> I was, I was, I didn't know any of that either. I was confused about that part. Like I thought they yeah. were just saying specific these things that he was telling him to do, and that was it. But uh, yeah, um, but yeah, I thought that was yeah, that was that was cool. I mean, yeah, I, I wish that maybe they should do yeah more summary so movies. <laughs> I think yeah, I mean, right? It's it's like it's a fun storyline. Um, yeah. What I mean. The cast, I think, is perfect. I think Sean Connery is perfect. But, like, I guess he would be the only one that you could say could get swapped out because he's obviously not Russian-speaking. The only name that came to mind for me is maybe Liam Neeson. Like, Liam Neeson might make a great captain. Oh, yeah, he'd he'd make a good captain. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he'd make a good one. I mean, they could put in a lot of people in this role for sure. Um, Yeah. You know, it wasn't 
like you said, like wasn't uh, spectacular for Sean Connery or whatever. I mean, it's good, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you could definitely swap him in with one of those people for sure. Yeah, Dave yeah. Neeson would have been good. Yeah, yeah. Um, any anything else you'd like to say on casting? I mean, I mean, we'll get to the Bill Paxton well, award. Yeah, I want to wait. I'll, I'll wait for that for a couple people. I have a couple. Okay. Um, so like in the what still works category, I'm going to say submarine movies. I'm going to say Tom Clancy stories. I really like those. I'd actually, I don't know if you followed it, but, um, there's a author called Lee child, I think his name is, and he wrote the Reacher stories, Jack Reacher. Right. And, J- and Jack Reacher was turned into a movie years ago with fucking Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise yeah. And I remember my father loves those books. Like he loves the books. And he was so like furious about Tom Cruise <laughs> being cast years ago. <laughs> so who he, like who do you want? Well, that's the thing is Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, The Rock. Well, but here's hear me out. The thing is, is if you read the books, the description of Jack Reacher is six foot five, chiseled, two hundred and fifty pounds. Right, so, right, 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 right. So, like that right, is right, the right, Rock. That right, is right, you know right, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, 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 it is right. not fucking Tom Cruise. Right, 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 right. So if I get, get it, I get, get being furious about that. If you get bored and you want something fun to watch, they just released a Jack Reacher story uh, series on Amazon Prime. It's included with Amazon Prime and it's very good. And they have a new guy playing Jack Reacher and it's like, it's, he's, mm. he's perfectly cast and it's fun. I got too much shit that I haven't watched. I know your homework this time yeah. is long, but I'm I, telling I, you, yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. I do like the idea though. I, I get pissed at casting all the time about this guy should be way bigger why yeah. can't you get a bigger guy for this or why can't you get a smaller you know wolverine for the nerds out there in the in the mm-hmm. movies he, he, hugh jackman he was awesome he's right oh yeah this guy that's daniel cudmore yeah or, no, uh, alan richardson alan, he's at, he played yeah. he played a colossus in one of the movies I've, or no he played um uh he plays a hawk i think in hawk and dove that was on a dc comic thing um, yeah, I believe. Anyways, yeah, big guy. But that's that's uh, yeah. the right Jack Reacher. I mean, right. So Cruz is smaller than him. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, Hugh Jackman's like six two and like two oh five yeah. or two. You know, the real Wolverine in the comics is five three. Right. He's like a foot shorter than him, and so that was a big a big deal. People were pissed off that he was so tall and everything. So I yeah. do like it when they get the casting. I get pissed when they when they when they reach on the casting. No pun intended, yeah. because the person's famous. I fucking right. pisses me off. I'm just do yeah. the right thing because <laughs> the story makes. Because I'm betting in the Jack Reacher books and movies. He's he's like throwing people around and shit because he's huge, yeah. right? I bet he's well, like crushing it, people and like and snapping their necks and stuff. There's even a scene in the series where he's coming up to this diner and there's this like sort of, uh, um, forgive me, I'm going to say redneck couple, but this poor couple coming out and the man is like yelling at his wife and saying, how did you dare you leave a tip that large? How we got to kick your ass. And like, he's punching the truck and he's like looking like he's going to get violent with his wife. And right. Jack, Re- Jack Reacher in the series just walks up to him and looks at him. Doesn't say a fucking word. Doesn't smile. Doesn't scowl. Just looks at him for like 20 seconds and then the guy right. immediate, immediately apologizes and says i'm sorry i'll never let it happen again <laughs> right, right, it's, right, right, it's right. just the intimidation so tom cruise um, wouldn't be able to pull that out of that guy no fuck <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah okay so there you go so i love it yeah, yeah. 
Um, so what else still works? Obviously, tense moments on the bridge of a warship. Lots of oh, those sure, moments always sure. work. Oh, my God. Always, always work, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what always works is that everyone has to repeat everything three times. Yes. He says, yes. the torpedoes. I'm the torpedoes. <laughs> yeah. Torpedoes are armed. Armed torpedoes. <laughs> I always turn, love that. Turn right. Prepare to turn right. Turn uh, yeah. Right. Was, turn right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I fucking heard you, I would say. Jesus Christ. I remember Spaceballs made fun of that brilliantly. <laughs> no, it's fucking uh, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yes. Right. It's, it's her only job, and she's going to do it like the best of her ability. Repeating the fucking and then what's awesome about God's Quest, I, sorry we're going on tangent, is right. that is that the computer won't do it unless she commands it, which yes. is fucking awesome. Like it can only understand her, but no one else understands it. So it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, okay, so in the what doesn't work category, I had two items. We already talked about one of them, but I'll bring bring this one up because you mentioned it. Is slipping on his tea really believable? Like, did he like come up with that plan? I'm gonna break this guy's neck on the back of a table, no. and then pour some tea on the ground and say, no. "Yep, no. he slipped on his tea." Ah, I mean, yeah. I want to say like, if I did a search of how many people in their in the world have ever slipped on tea and died, right? I did. No, it's 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 not super believable. I mean, <laughs> they're underwater. They've got to right. be pretty good at walking on wet shit. Uh, yes, you know, exactly. I feel like the shoes are probably of those type that the like servers wear. That are mm-hmm. they, I didn't even know about this. My my wife was like, "Oh yeah, we're servers. We wear these specific sort of types of shoes with these specific soles." I think like nurses do too. So yeah. when there's fucking blood on the floor, you don't slip at all. And there's right. oil on the floor, you don't slip. So I'm assuming the military is fucking smart enough. They're underwater. They right. probably have decent shoes. Ah, yes, I'm yeah, 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 right. Um. Okay, so now getting into stuff that was going on the year this film was made. So it was 1990. I okay. think I, I'm going to go through some of these events, but I just want to like take our listeners to a, a perspective. Now, this is a Cold War story. This is Russia versus the United States, two countries that used to have this like absolute hatred for each other, and there was always almost conflict. And that's what this movie's about. It's the almost conflict that we had for generations. So in this era, Margaret Thatcher resigned as her it, from her position as prime minister uh the berlin wall came down that was another big cold war event mm-hmm. um and then unrelated but somewhat interesting nelson mandela was released from prison the mm-hmm. hubble space telescope was launched and mm-hmm. iraq mm-hmm. invaded kuwait so uh yeah. those were all Hub- events in 1990 hubble i don't know much about this but hubble didn't Hubble wasn't one of those ones that like helped us get GPS, was it? Or was it? No, I don't think so. No, okay. But yeah. still pretty important for taking pictures yeah. and, uh, you know, that kind of science, all, this, all the sciencey stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened. Margaret Thatcher, I, whatever reason, I know it's because I was born during this time and I was alive and listening to stuff. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like that long ago for me for her. I feel like yeah. it was just still the other day that she was. Yeah. Um, in charge uh, but yeah but yeah and they had bad in 1990 so all right yeah and she was tough and yeah yeah no fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 no people didn't fuck with her that's for sure yeah. uh right. <clears throat> i wouldn't fuck with her uh <clears throat> but um yeah they called her the iron lady iron lady yeah no i'm not i'm not trying to fuck with that yep. bitch i get out of but you get out of um the 80s and yeah you're right in the 80s it was all about america and against the yeah. commies and that's the all riskies. And this was probably made in 1988 or 89, yes, right, right. released in 90. So it was, yeah, hot, hot, I think, hot. I think the, the, the movies that we've covered, the one that's like the peak of that sort of tension. Oh, Rocky, Rocky, well, baby. Rocky, Rocky. 4. Okay, yeah, Rocky so maybe 4. two of them. But I was going to say um, 
what's the one uh red dawn red dawn yeah red dawn. oh yeah red dawn. oh well red dawn because i mean yeah. they attacked us ollie they yeah attacked us. right that's that's uh it's no good that was changing the cold war into a hot war right yeah yeah exactly no good. no good okay um so now bill paxton award you are you ready yeah, oh yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I actually got okay. I got some good ones, but yeah. Okay. I have two, and you actually hinted at one of them already, but I'm gonna okay. say I'm gonna go with Tim Curry as Dr. Petrov because oh, okay. yeah. I thought he mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I thought he was he was kind of like the comic relief on the boat because he was the kind he was kind of the dim-witted officer who didn't know what was going on. Like yeah. he got like sent away from dinner and then they hatched their plan. But he was also a little bit of a moral compass too, because yes. he was like now one man should have the keys to the thing yeah and he yep. was correct that should never yep. fucking happen and he's out there on the in the in the in the dinghies with the rest of the crew and he goes capitan by you capitan by you <laughs> right, right. right yeah 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 <laughs> okay okay yeah 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 um my mm-hmm. backup option because you always yeah, do this yeah, um, yeah, yeah, is yeah. is fred thompson who who played admiral painter and uh, okay because he had the greatest line in the movie he goes russians don't take a dump son without a plan okay all right well, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah that guy was all right i mean he plays all those roles all the time so it was kind <laughs> of like a, a, a role made for him but that's all right i will say um you are close well yeah, you could go either way with your Tim Curry pick because he was my second. He was my second. Yeah. I, I went through. I, at first, I was like, it was going to be Jonesy, the radio guy. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he's all, he's all right, he's all right. And then yeah. it switched to Starsguard because Starsguard okay. always eats scenes. He always eats yes. scenes up. But then it was like he was only in like two scenes and for right. like you know, thirty seconds each or whatever. So it's kind of like, well, maybe not. And then I started thinking, well, maybe it's Ryan because Ryan's not even the main dude in this movie. Pretty much, right. he's. And he says some pretty funny things and has some, but he's not really eating the scenes up either. So mm-hmm. I, I then thought Curry. And mm-hmm. so it's either Curry, for me, it's either Curry or the, the smarmy politician guy. The, oh. the, the, every scene with him and that yeah. Russian guy. And it was like, and when him and with him and uh, uh, Ryan in it, when he's asking Ryan about like, you know, getting under that dude's skin and, you yeah. know, should he, I, I just like that guy. What's his, Jeffrey yeah. Pelt? Jeffrey uh, Pelt. Or Richard, yeah, Jeffrey Pelt. So I, I'm going to go with him. Yeah, I like that choice. Jeffrey Pelt was good, I would say. And he played it because he had like the real thick Southern accent. And he was like, he was a politician, but he knew he was a, he was a shyster. He goes, you know, yeah. I'm, a cheat, I'm a cheat and a liar. <laughs> yeah. And when I'm not kissing babies, I'm stealing their lollipops. Right. So I didn't like him morally. Story. I didn't like him morally. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I thought, <laughs> I mean, all his answers, like all his disingenuous smarmy answers to the <laughs> russian guy at the end like yeah. oh you lost another ship or whatever like <laughs> yeah. you know just fucking with the guy like just yeah. being an asshole to him i thought was pretty funny uh You're so telling me you lost another ship another ship yes i'm reading or whatever the guy's name was so i will say smarmy politician guy was my favorite was my bill okay. So now it's time for our Mount Rushmore. So I'm going to go through the cast and we're going to decide if this movie is in their top couple. Uh, So this is going to be, I think this is going to be actually hard because this is an amazing. Uh, It's going to be easy for a couple ones, harder for other ones. Sean Connery. I mean, I know most people would say yes. And yeah. I mean, it's most people would be right. Well, I mean, because he's got listen. I mean, if I'm a Highlander, I loved him in Highlander. It was fucking yeah. great, Highlander. James uh, Bond. Yeah, James. I was James Bond. I mean, I'm not a big James Bond fan, but I, I, I'm a fan of him as James Bond. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, you, you know, uh, this movie, uh, what was, oh, The Rock, uh, you yeah. know, he was good in. So, I mean, if we're saying top two, nah, yeah. top four, all right, we can hear an argument for that. Okay, all I right. Hear, I mean, Mount Rushmore's four, right? Yeah. Alec Baldwin? I was trying to think about movies I've seen mm-hmm. him in, which it's mostly TV that yeah. he's been in for me that I can remember. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if we're including TV, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd say that, I don't know, man, because you I know, think... TV has been like all the Thirty Rocks and the okay, the but you kind of answered the question because you can't think of any other movie that he's been in that he's been as good. Yeah, that's true. So, unfortunately for you, all you Alec Baldwin fans out there yeah. yelling right now, I yeah. can't think of any too many other better movies he's been in because I can't think of any other movies he's been in. Yeah, I honestly don't uh, know. How about uh, Scott Glenn? Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck, he played the captain of the of the Dallas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, he's yeah, one yeah no. those, He's one of those that guys. You're like, oh, dude, that guy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what other things I've seen him in. Was he in the Backdraft? He was in Backdraft. Oh, Backdraft. I he liked him in the... this movie actually a lot. I, I know he's been in a lot of movies, but I just can't. I think out right now. I think Backdraft was a bigger role for him. He played the bad guy in Backdraft. Mm, okay. Um, okay. I'll say this then again because you know I don't remember much else. Yeah, uh, Sam Neill. I'm gonna say no. He's in a lot of movies. You know, yeah, all the, Jurassic, the, couple, the first Jurassic Park was it? Yeah, first Park? Uh, like Event Horizon was he in that one? Yeah, he's been in a lot of movies. I'm gonna say he was good in this movie. But yeah. I would say it's not like his top couple for sure. No. Right. James Earl Jones. I mean, not really. I mean, he's yeah. Darth, Darth Vader, Vader. fucking yeah. Conan. Nah. Yeah. yeah. On, okay. Uh, Tim Curry. And another, see, this is another actor that everyone loves. And, yeah. you know, and of course he was in uh, whatever the fucking, the fucking weird one that everyone loves oh, to. Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror Picture Show, which I've yeah. never actually seen all the way through. Right. But, he was fucking awesome in this movie called Legend with yeah. Tom Cruise as the bad guy, this crazy devil prosthetics. Fucking awesome. And he was great in this movie. Um, he, I have a hard time. Clue was in Clue as well, I Clue, think. Clue, he was amazing. I think. I, yeah. I love Clue. is like, it's like a movie. Yeah. Like, if I'm in a bad mood, I put Clue on. I'm like, oh. So these, yeah, so this is up. I mean, he was in a small part in this, though. But, yeah. but he was great in this. But I will say no. I'll say the other ones instead. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Is it? I, I knew it was going to be harder because these. Yeah, it's tough. It's a good cast. It's all, they're all like really recognizable, but it's also like people I don't watch their yeah. shit all the time either. Yeah. So it was good to be in there to you know, see him. Okay. Are you ready for trivia? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So starting with trivia, Sir Sean Connery spent time underway aboard the USS Puffer preparing for his role. He was given commander status and allowed to give commands <laughs> while underway with the captain beside him. So he was allowed to give orders, but with the captain there with Dude, him. Dude, how dope would that be? It's pretty cool. Uh, man, I, I, I just, re- not recently, but I, I sort of not paid attention to this guy I went to college with um, mm. named Matt Smith, and we called him Smitty, and because he, he's kind of a, he's an awesome dude. But, yeah. um, you know, not necessarily a ladies' man or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, and I didn't really even know he's into the military. And I don't even remember if he did ROTC. I think he did, but he ended up joining the Navy. And, yeah. motherfucker, 
commands a ship, oh, <laughs> like an wow. actual big fucking battleship now. Wow. And and I remember thinking, like, how did he get to this position? Like, all right. of a sudden, like, it feels like all of a sudden. But I, I, me- I remember thinking, like, man, what this little Smitty, little yeah. Smitty can now blow fucking people out of the water and blow yeah. countries up if he wants to. <laughs> like, what the fuck? How about how cool would that be to be like on a ship and be able to give those orders? Like, well, fuck I- yeah told the story but like i grew up with the the willards down the street from me who whose dad was in top gun yeah and and he ended up becoming a captain of an aircraft carrier wow Uh, and i remember when i heard that later and i was like and i go is he captain on or captain of because those are two distinctions because you could be a Mm. navy captain and you're right just you're you're on the ship yeah 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 yeah. but captain of is a different thing you're the main dude yeah yeah so uh but yeah Yeah, and, and then i think he went on to become like head of the pacific fleet or whatever yeah. like yeah big deal now yeah. i wouldn't want to do this full time i'd want to do it for 10 minutes 10 minutes yeah <laughs> I can call it good and just say i did it and especially on a sub would be cool but um no nah, i wouldn't yeah. want to fucking do it well for i mean too much sub, of a puss. sub life is not a, i mean it looks appealing because it's funny and no, you can see it i movies, said i said like, 10 minutes bro i said yeah. 10 minutes on the sub as well i mean they go into <laughs> subs and they're down underwater for six months imagine nah, six six I, months I, with no daylight no, well, I mean, no, I wouldn't like it at all. Yeah, uh, no way, terrible. not for me. Terrible. No. Okay, this next bit of trivia made me laugh and also made me sad because of how stupid our Congress is. But <sighs> after, after the release of Tom Clancy's novel, The Hunt for Red October, some members of Congress contacted the CIA demanding to know why the Russians had invented a Caterpillar drive before the U.S. Navy did. Although <laughs> a result of good research that the Caterpillar drive is pure fiction. So some fucking idiot in Congress read this book and like, He read the headline. <laughs> Uh, listen i'm guilty of it too and it is pretty interesting so when you're when you're in you know of reading the headlines and just sort of like going well i know everything about it from the headline i've made my decision i'm really guilty of it too Mm -hmm. it's part of our culture where we don't want to have to really read the whole story we want something that just tells us you know Mm -hmm. just give me the facts and when you're in journalism school which i i I was and graduated Mm -hmm. from you know you are for better or worse sort of taught to write headlines that get people to read yes and you know it's called clickbait now a lot of times and there's some different you know and we weren't you weren't allowed to lie or anything like that but you were allowed to use a little verbal jujitsu to make the story sound a little sexier than maybe it was and still be true and i think people nowadays we love reading the headlines i do as well and this, you know, that was just, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're but basically, you're saying like, you know, that people are low research kind of, type of people. Yeah. We don't, we're not big, I, and I'm the same way. I love your point, And I would say, I want to expand on it a little bit. Cause I I've been saying this a lot recently in friends and conversation. We talk about politics, we talk about modern issues. I wish people felt more comfortable saying, I don't know. Because oh, what yeah. happens is, is when you ask somebody their position on an issue, I think it's quite okay to say, I don't know. And I don't look at it as a negative. In fact, I think that's a more thoughtful answer than grabbing a headline or some sort of like predetermined narrative that someone has told them they have to believe and then running with that. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think we're losing our sense of curiosity. We're losing our sense of nuance. People don't want to actually dig into an issue and say that there are maybe good and bad parts to both sides of an argument they just want to say i'm on that fucking team and if you're on that team you're a fucking monster shut the fuck up right and i feel that like clickbait 
articles do that a lot too, right? Because they yes. want to, they, they attract people who were, are going to agree with them. And often if you click on those, you discover the article itself actually says something completely different. But, you know, correct, no one really correct. reads past that. Uh, I don't even I, read past, like I said, I, I'm guilty of literally reading the headlines as well. Like people, I'm going to post something on Twitter that's yeah. that's sort of someone I agree with and I'll see whatever the title of the article that they posted and I'll go, oh my God. And I'll go to the comments and like, you know, have to fight myself to argue against people. And I haven't read the goddamn article yet. And I, right. I'm really mad at myself for that. But yeah, that's what we do here, man. That's I mean, the they... fact that you have that awareness, Nathan, is probably means you're in better shape than most because you understand that like, hey, I, I don't know enough about this issue, but I'm going to go and, you know, argue it. And, and yeah, no, I know. I know I'm wrong. And right. so I need, and I need to do better at it. So yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I wish everyone would just, yeah. Read the story. Take a, take a breath. Like learn a little bit about it. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, and there's been stories that recently that you know I've been guilty of like jumping onto the narrative part of it. Like I, and just because you brought it up, I'm going to go down this road a little bit. But do you remember a couple of years ago there was a story of those kids on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial that were photographed like scowling at an Indian man. They're, yeah, they're, I think so. Yeah, they were like kids from like a school or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember and that. And they yeah. had red MAGA hats, and there was a picture right. or a video of them scowling at this Native American man. Right. And everybody got outraged. I got outraged. Everybody got outraged. And we, you know, hang on, Pedro. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> um, and as the story came out, it turned out that these kids like were not necessarily uh you know uh, guilty of anything they were just kids they were you know in right. fact the kid the kids were being harassed by another group of counter protesters that were calling them like they were calling them active shooters and training they were calling them like you know they were like really awful names it just i'm not saying these kids were saints but the whole world condemned them off of a picture right and right yeah, yeah, yeah didn't sure. like get the whole story yeah, and yeah. i'm no fan of maga hats i think they're you know they're a sign of somebody who i very likely i'm going to be disagreeing with but they're yeah. not they're not illegal they're not no. you know <laughs> it's not no they're not, it's illegal. not right and it's it's this whole anyway sorry to go down that tangent but you brought it up so, so no yeah it's, yeah 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 no it, it's, <laughs> it's the whole it's the whole thing about inflaming art can inflame a picture can inflame um right. we don't you have to know anything about it you just make up your own narrative for it and that's yep. what, there it goes yeah and people don't i i you know and maybe i'm guilty of it too but just just take a minute and say like I want to learn more. I want to hear more about the story. I want to yeah. like like especially if there's something like that. I want to go read like three articles on it. Person who agrees with it. Per person who disagrees with it. And then somebody who's in the middle. I I've been doing pretty good lately with in the last probably year actually probably maybe a year or two. I've been doing better with. I will when I hear the the news have the breaking news. I yeah. honestly will go. I'm gonna wait like three days. Yeah. And then I'm going to see what the story is three days from now. I'm not even going to worry right. about this breaking news right now. I'm going to wait right. three days and I'll figure it out. And I've been doing that. It's been working out. Uh, you, know, yeah. just, you know, I'll get the story three or four days later um, yeah. and I'll go with that one. And it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a lot better. It won't be yeah. perfect probably, but it's a lot better than the day one. There's a lot more context and understanding. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It will a three day wait. Um, here's the bit I was hinting at earlier. So to help the audience quickly grasp which subs interior they were seeing, 
um, when the movie would jump from scene to scene and sub to sub, the film filmmakers created a subtle lighting scheme. It was red for the red October. It was, green. Oh. it was green for the Kanavalov and then it was blue for the Dallas. So like, Oh, that's they, cool. Yeah. It's a small thing, but that's a trick that works, right? Just mm -hmm. a subtle light difference. Mm -hmm. Um, when this movie was first released on VHS, uh, they actually made the VHS tapes red. And I remembered this. That's why I oh, grabbed that's this. That's cool. Trivia. Yeah. I remember the VHSs themselves were actually red. I only ever saw a couple VHS tapes that were different color than the black, but that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's a smart move. Yeah. I like that. Um, $20,000 was spent on Sean Connery's toupee. Uh, so oh, he had wow. a toupee. It was 20 grand. I didn't know he had a toupee. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was bald, right? Like, so, like, if you look at this picture here, hang on, that's what his head looks like. Oh, so they, shit. They gave him a toupee to, like, you know, <laughs> I forgot. Oh, wow. Out okay. his head to give him that kind of, like, cool Russian flat top. Yeah, look. that looks all right. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the movie starts out in Russian and switches to English. And an early scene is a political officer reads a passage from a book which contains a quote from Robert Oppenheimer. Uh, it switches mm. switches on the word Armageddon. So you actually talked about this earlier. Yeah. But do you know that um, Christopher Nolan's next movie is about Oppenheimer? Have you been following that? Uh, no. What's it gonna? I mean, is it gonna be a straight biopic sort of thing, or is it gonna be like a weird, you know, think, weird Nolanish sort of thing? I think it's gonna be a Nolanish version of the Manhattan Interesting. Project. Yeah, interesting it's getting a pretty good cast so uh okay. it's gonna be fun i mean he, yeah. he does good stuff i didn't love his last I one i didn't see i didn't see tenet because i just yeah. knew assumed that and someone else told me that they didn't like it either but I, i've heard fair to middle of the kind of stuff but yeah. anything where somebody says just plan on watching it twice yeah i'm kind of like yeah yeah i don't know yeah. i have to watch it fucking twice to figure yeah. out a movie but all right too much i'll give this one a chance the okay the the scene where jack ryan is lowered onto the uss dallas while yeah yeah so that was actually filmed in a parking lot uh off the mole pier at long beach naval station on a beautiful sunny day so they used <sighs> editing to make it look like it was the ocean wow that was a good yeah. job too that was a really good well, job it's interesting now that we talk about it though because why didn't they do that kind of clever editing to make the underwater scenes better because like yeah right yeah i don't know they were shit <laughs> yeah no that was good that was a good scene that was a, one of the you know that was very believable to me i was like oh yeah it's on, the, on the ocean looks good uh you know look dangerous he had to like let himself go we yeah. gonna fly off without him so <laughs> or get electrocuted yeah um, james earl jones who played admiral james greer Darth was Vader was the only actor to reprise his roles in two subsequent movies about uh oh, shit. character. Oh. Yeah, so he he played the same guy in Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not as awesome as Thulsa Dune in Yeah. In, in fucking Conan, but that's your favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Darth Vader, you know. Yeah. Um, did you watch The Last Boba Fett? I watched it today. I'm watching, I'm gonna try to get my wife to watch it tonight. She wants to watch the second episode of Peacemaker, but I'm gonna convince her to do Boba Fett because I don't want to get spoiled. I got yeah. spoiled, for, I got spoiled for last week, so I need to try to get cool. tonight. Yeah, okay, all right, that's, okay. That's... So that's it. We've covered Hunt for October. You have anything else you want to say on it? No, I'm pleasantly surprised that I didn't, I didn't hate this movie, Ali. So good job on okay. that one. That was good. cool. All right, so let me pick something next. Uh, All right. Should we go? I mean, are we going to do the try to do the 
action comedy action thing still or I don't know. I th- I really enjoyed this one. I think we should stick with action for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so just with action. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want uh, lasers or magic in your action? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Ollie. We don't need to, we don't need a laser. I'm just saying. No. Oh, you want to do Armageddon? I know you do. Yeah. I know you. Do. <laughs> All right. We'll do Armageddon. Let's do Armageddon. <laughs> God damn it. All Armageddon. right. Jesus Christ. Armageddon is a fucking ridiculous movie. Uh, uh, yeah okay yeah all right we can do armageddon it. same time That's next easy. week or we'll, okay. we'll talk about it yeah, we'll but hey about. man i and then after that maybe we could do something a little bit more smart like ronan i think ronan's amazing i've only seen that movie once did you uh, like it i remember liking the car chase scene which is famous for yeah uh, i mean obviously i didn't like it enough to watch it more than once so I, i'll give it <laughs> I'll, I'll go i'll give it a chance you know okay but uh all right so all right Armageddon. Okay, Armageddon. Armageddon's coming up. So thank you for indulging me on Hunt for October. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it. And yeah. as always, Nathan, I will see you in hell. I will see you in the hell that would be smoking 24-7 in a submarine <laughs> underwater. Okay. All right. uh-